Welcome to another podcast of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citycareradio.org. We took a little break from our last podcast, and a few things, you know, are up in the news, and I would like to address them, even though it's maybe, you know, a week or two after the after it happens. And we're also going to talk about things that are currently at in the news and I would love to share my opinion with you and again if you have anything to add since we don't do talkbacks or Facebook or all that stuff uh, email us to the Jewish view for at gmail.com for the digit so the first thing I would like to uh, share my opinion with you is about hate crime and I um, specifically want to talk about that uh, guy, actor from Chicago. Obviously, he's play, he's have a he's a an actor in a TV show that I never watch or will watch because uh, I don't have a TV at home and I'm not bothering and wasting my time on that type of stuff. But since it was in the news and I looked into it. First of all, just in the beginning, you know, when the whole uh, things, the whole incident broke the news, I told everybody, ask me, that it can't be. There is no way. There is no way that in 2 in the morning, 2 a.m., people are carrying uh, bleach or whatever in the freezing streets of Chicago and are carrying a rope or a noose and looking for an, a black guy to do their head crime. It doesn't, doesn't add up. Now, I don't know how this guy is, an, uh, how, act, how good of an actor he is. Not impressed, because what's an actor? Let's face it, an actor is a guy who's memorizing lines, and until the director is happy, he's going to do it again and again and again, right? And cut and action and all that stuff until the director is happy. So we're not talking about somebody that is, you know, a sharp guy or, or a girl as far as uh, what, what's a girl, what's an actress. She needs to look good and deliver the emotions. And we're going to stay there until she make it good enough for the director. And then it's out for, you know, broadcasting. So we're not talking about, you know, PhDs or people who with uh, great logical uh, capabilities. Acting, faking stuff. So, if we look at the whole scenario, what happened later, I'm sure you all know that it was a hoax. And, first of all, Chicago is not uh, MAGA country. This is not Trump's land. So, give me a break. I mean, you have to be maybe a good actor, but super dumb uh, human being, if you want. Politician. You don't, you don't know what's going on. So, the whole script was uh, on his face, was false. I didn't buy it. But you see, when you deal with haters, everything that uh, might, you know, uh, support their opinion is they take it as, you know, God words from Sinai. <laughs> uh, and vice versa. I mean, if you have a Trump supporters that uh, 
and Trump is doing something and he is unable to think and to uh, critical thinking, that's what I'm talking about here, you'll say, oh, Trump, the president is the most amazing guy. Uh, now, those of you who are listening to this podcast and following my uh, line of thinking know that I'm not pro or against a person. I am pro or against actions. So if Trump tomorrow is going to do something stupid, like, um, I don't know, doing something against the interest of the Jewish people, not the Israeli state. Sometimes there is a confusion over there. I'm not going to support him. I'm not going to support him because I think that what he's doing is damaging the United States of America. Because, as I understand my belief system and the Bible, and I know everybody who is go, going against, uh, if you want, the people of God, the chosen people, whatever, you, whatever title you want to give the, to, uh, to the Jews who are still following, uh, walking that path, it's not going to end up well. And we're going to give a few examples later. But my, the point I'm making is we are not worshipping people. It could be Trump, could be Hillary, could be, I don't know, who, who is the, uh, the most uh, uh, updated moron on the left right now? Uh, AOC, okay. Ocasio-Cortez, or whatever her name is. Or, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. Because we're not worshipping people. We are not, if you go to a synagogue, you, you wouldn't find a symbol or a statue or a picture of Moses or King David or Abraham. We are looking at the actions. Okay, so this guy who tried to uh, divide and encourage hatred obviously is not, you know, the sharpest pencil in the, in the bag, right? This, the script is like, Horrible. That's what happened when you go to public school, I guess, and you want to be an actor or a model or something like that that, that has nothing to do with you know, thinking. Now, there are great actors that I, I love to watch and I, I buy the, their, you know, the way they... Uh, the acting skills. And I appreciate that. But it's an art. It's not somebody that uh, tomorrow is going to oh, they, you know, and they love that, Hollywood. Vote for so-and-so. Who the hell are you? What do you know? What do you know? You know nothing. Go read the script. Read the line that I told you to, to read. Smile to the camera. Uh, dress up to the Oscar with some ridiculous and ugly uh, dress or, or suit by the designer that is also something that somebody that make up stupid stuff and that's it you are not an authority to tell us what is ethical what is moral what is right or wrong we have compass inside us okay in our soul and if you're confused open the bible the bible is not everything everything is shiny and perfect bible have some nasty stuff in it why so you know what not to do and follow or avoid the, the mistakes of whoever the, the character in the story in the Bible. 
So when you when you see this kind of uh, hatred that is you know being poured into people's mind into into the throat and yeah all the white people are supremacist racist all the this stop for a second look at the story and if you look at the other side remember the story with those kids in in washington dc with the maga hats i didn't buy that either so he had a smirk on his face so what he's a teenager welcome to the club that's how they react they were they were relatively polite they didn't scream curse or use you know all kind of uh, nasty words nobody pushed and the, but but the the media if you want the, to shape the narrative if you hate somebody everything that happens the wall in the world is gonna prove your point if you love somebody the same point I'm making is you need to know the facts first of all Okay, because the facts doesn't really care about your agenda, your opinion. But don't let people, especially the media, the left-stream media, uh, and also, you know, Fox and others. I mean, you can see the narrative is on, on both sides. And I usually, when I listen to stuff, I'm listening to what they're not telling me. That's where the truth is usually is. And you can see and you can detect the lies as long as you keep your minds open and you don't fall into this, all the white people are like that, uh, I don't know, uh, racist. All the black people are, are criminals. All the, the Chinese are... What? This is all nonsense. Now, there are cultural differences that we need to understand. And if they uh, need to be respect or disrespected, that's what we should do. I'm not the guy who will tell you, well, everybody has their own culture no some culture sucks some cultures are bringing you know encouraging people regardless of race gender religion or whatever so i want to just to um if you want to summarize this point this point don't fall for it i'm encouraging you to, to think to realize and when i saw that guy that actor smollett i think what his name Talking to whatever you know, interview, and the the, the 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 journalist was like, "How did you feel?" And oh my God, I'm obviously she was white, so she brought the whole white guilt with her. But that reminded me of uh, Cain and Abel. Remember, first of all, this guy is an actor. He know how to deliver a message in front of a camera. So when I look at I looked at him, it reminded me of Cain. Where is your brother? Oh, I don't know where my brother. I'm not here. my brother. My brother. My brother keeper. I don't know where he go. Are you kidding me? Who are you, who are you trying to outsmart here to manipulate? You're just lousy liar. So, so let's summarize it. Don't buy anything that they 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 sell you. Right or left. Think. Learn the facts. And then you can have an opinion. And try to, uh, you know, follow the Bible wisdom. Or the natural wisdom that we, that we have inside of us. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanakon, here on citykradio.org.
And we're back to another segment of this Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Kohn, here on CityCareRadio.org. The next topic I want to uh, share with you, there, is, there was, uh, and there still is, the whole debate about uh, pro-choice, pro-life. And I look at, I try to understand, you know, the other side, if you want, see what's their, their argument. And beside uh, extreme hypocrisy, I couldn't find something that was actually, you know, solid. So here's the thing. To kill a baby that was just born. I'm talking about the, the, the new laws that they pass in uh, Virginia and New York or something like that. That you can uh, do... Uh, you can abort a baby. This is a nice sort of abort, like you are aborting an airplane. Right? No, to kill a baby. Let's let's use the right words here. To kill a baby uh, after he was born, based on the mother' feelings, desires, financial capabilities, whatever she feels like, or uh, even if it's in the last trimester, that's a debatable uh, concern or issue between between you know ethical scholars and stuff like that. But let's just take it as a outside the womb that's that was the big thing in the news and argument of uh the left if you want the pro-choice it's that this is my body and uh, no organization a religious organization will tell me what to do with my body uh, uh and once it's my body i can decide what i want i'm okay with that i am a pro-choicer when it's come to vaccines Okay? I don't want the government to tell me to do uh, MMR or uh, flu shots, or, and if not, I can lose my job. That's uh, discrimination. It's against my belief. Now, the whole vaccination um, issue is something that... Uh, see, you have, I have a problem or a challenge, if you want. I like to learn stuff. I like to read, and I like to um, shape my point of view after I hear at least two decent opinions. So the more I learn about vaccination, I'm less and less uh, impressed by the whole thing. And there are so, there's so much stuff out there by serious people, not talking about the people who think the Earth is flat and uh, the moon landing was, is the Russian propaganda or something like that. Talking about some, you know, PhDs in, in uh, health and science and biochemistry and all that stuff, and they're telling you things that should at least uh, evoke a discussion, create a discussion between pro and uh, pro uh, vaccination and those who are against. But that's not the case. What do we have? Oh, you're dangerous to this. You're putting other people. In. Excuse me. You can go and put mercury, aluminum, and other viruses in your body and think that you're immune what do you i don't want i want to die from mmr okay it's my body it's my choice i'm a pro-choice no you're putting other people in danger but you're all vaccinated how can you be in danger and again i don't want to take this segment and to to do a whole anti-vaccination uh, uh you know discussion Sometimes it's needed. Sometimes, you know, it's not so needed. And 
putting aside the fact that this is a huge market, talking about money in, in this industry, it's huge. So greed is something that is uh, injected in our minds from a very early age. So I don't buy the whole, oh, we are, uh, we are uh, worried about the world and uh, people's health and all that stuff. No, you want to enrich your pockets. And you know what? It's a legit argument, but say it. Don't try to manipulate. So being a pro-choicer that, that I am, I took all the arguments. And funny thing is those left leftists, when it comes to vaccination, they are not pro-choice. They are, oh, we're going to force you. And if not, if you refuse, we are going to take your kids away. Or we are going to uh, um, get you fired if you're working in the health industry. You must be vaccinated. What happened to pro-choice? What happened to the whole morals and values? First of all, you are not God. So you cannot tell other people what to do with their bodies um, and, and their health. And since for you there is no God, because most of them are, are uh, secular, if you want, or atheist, because it's very, very uh, fashionable now to be an atheist, even though, even though they don't know what it means. Just mean that I do whatever I want. Uh, then we can look at the science. It's a natural selection. Evolution. Let nature root out the bad weeds. Okay? Uh, and only the strong will survive. That's what we're talking about. So why are you so upset? And the funny thing is, if it's funny, but those who are pro-killing babies who are basically innocent are against killing people who are definitely not innocent. Murderers, rapists, all those people who are consuming oxygen for no reason after they got convicted. As far as I care, that's those people who need to abort. God forbid not to kill or murder. Abort. Send them to a better place. Or a wrong place. Depends on your belief system. Um... So you see, the, for me, I look at it as just it's pure hypocrisy. Yeah. Or a very, very twisted moral system where everything is confused. Everything is mixed of good and evil. And it depends how we feel the, at the moment. That's how, how we're going to make a decision. And that is wrong. Again, you don't know. You're confused. You've tasted the, the tree of knowledge, good and bad. Look at the Bible. Look at what it says, how to, what is, what is ethical and what is not ethical. That will give you a guideline. So, as a pro-choicer, I want you to do your research. I want you to go and learn about vaccination, learn about the FDA, learn and the corruption in the CDC and all those places that are driven by money. Now, in the beginning, as a, as a therapist myself, as a, uh, somebody that cares about other people's health, emotional and physical, we all starting, we want to help the people, help the world. Uh, you know, bring health to people and all that good stuff. With time, we know where the money is. 
and it's not easy. It's very hard. You have to have a very, very thick uh, spine to resist. But if you're a truth seeker, then this is not, <clears throat> sorry, this is not, uh, there's no question at all. You cannot be bribed. So, again, there is a lot of uh, material out there on YouTube, uh, on some great books, some great websites that are being censored, censored right now because somebody don't like that. Somebody don't want to have a discussion. Somebody don't want you to know how uh, false the numbers are, the statistics. Here's the thing that I learned when I, when I looked in, into statistics. You tell me what you want, we'll tweak the numbers. Remember those research that uh, was funded by the tobacco companies and proven that there is no correlation between lung cancer and smoking? Science is talking here. No, you cook the numbers. And they're doing the same thing again. Now, when it comes to government and they have a, a choice between a conspiracy or a total failure and bad performance, I would probably go with the bad performance before I go to the conspiracy. So we're not talking about, you know, that's bureaucrats. I'm talking about the brightest here. Um... If you like to think, if you like to have at least some kind of basic knowledge, and don't don't be again, we talked about before, don't be impressed by titles. And here in America, you sneeze, you get a diploma. Uh, so you see people with so many letters after their names, right? PhDs and this and that and the thing you have no idea what they means. Don't be impressed. Look at the numbers, at the data, at the facts. Have discussion and don't go into the ad hominem. Oh, who are you to... Just to give you a quick example, 150, 200 years ago, the guy who came with this crazy idea that the blood is circulating in the body, he was banned from the hospital, from the university. He was, he was radical, obviously. He was crazy. He went against the system. The guy who said, wash your hands between, uh, with soap, right? Forget antibacterial soap. There was no such thing. Regular soap. Between uh, deliveries, right, remember? And, and the death ratio in his department was going down. Crazy, obviously, because he went against the system. Challenge the system. Think. Ask. That's what I am encouraging you to do here right now. Open, listen, open your mind, listen to what people say. And don't be impressed with their titles or their governmental job. We're going to take another quick break as you're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakoni, here on citykradio.org.
we're back to another segment of the Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakoni, here on CityCareRadio.org. And now to my favorite topic. A little bit, I'm going to help you uh, expand your horizons to a little bit of uh, Islamic uh, theology. And the reason I'm doing this is because uh, lately in the news there is a member of the Congress, I think from Minnesota or whatever, uh, that is a devoted Muslim who, and, and the Jews, the secular Jews don't know how to deal with it. Because she's black, she's Muslim, she has all the right cards, but she hates Jews. So are they supposed to support her or to go against her? The American uh, way used to be that is, those things are not, are not important. Everybody is equal, you can be a Jew, a Muslim, or whatever, as long as you are not interfering with other people's you know, religion or uh, way of life, and you're following the American law, no problem. But with the whole left pro- leftist propaganda that we are dealing uh, with lately, uh, no, if you are oppressed by the system, which is a horrible system that brought that uh, member of, of uh, Congress from Somalia or something like that, Obviously, they had a better life over there, but we forced them. America forced them to come here and made them sign in asylum papers and uh, give them whatever they need to you know, to start in a new place, in a better place. But they, they brought the hatred that is in their belief system towards other, towards the people of uh, Al-Kitab, the people of the book, Christians and Muslims, uh, uh, sorry, Christian and Jews, with them. So she is talking about all the stereotypes of, uh, you know, Jews who are, again, controlling the world. They are all about the money, controlling the media. They have a long nose. Uh, The usual. And I'm not impressed by it. And for me, it's not a big deal. It just tells me how how moronic uh, the that line of thinking is. Um, but anyway, she so the, the, the secular Jews, those Jews that, American Jews who are lack of good Jewish identity, um, they don't know how to deal with it. So let me share with you how to deal with it, according to uh, my understanding. Here's the thing. Many people don't know that. We talked in the beginning of today's podcast about people who are making mistakes, right? And I told you there is no uh, symbol for Moses or Jacob or Abraham or King David in any Jewish synagogue. They're role models, obviously. They're the founding fathers of Judaism, of monotheism, actually. But we are not worshipping them. And they definitely are uh, subject to uh, to criticize, to be criticized by by us. It's not a sign of disrespect; it's a sign of thinking. Okay, we can learn from their mistakes. When Moses the second time hit the rock, instead of talking, uh, instead of talking to the rock, and God says, "For that you will not enter the promised land," etc., we learn from that. That even if we think something, if God says do it that way, you do it that way. Doesn't take anything from our uh, respect. It's huge respect 
towards uh, Moshe, towards Moses, which is the master of prophet of the prophets, in, according to, uh, to to Judaism. But in Islam, there is something called about their prophet, their founder, called Masum, which means the one who cannot make mistakes. Which means, basically means what it says. He cannot make a mistake. And I heard, I don't know if that's true, but I heard that when, in here in America, when they had the, the debate uh, about slavery, about giving uh, black people the, the rights to be free and all that stuff, uh, there was a guy who was pro-slavery, but he voted to give uh, to give uh, black people rights and end slavery. So they asked him, and he said something like that. Is that I read it somewhere. I don't remember exactly the source of who it was. Uh, he said something like, uh, "Yeah, I'm. I don't think that humans should be slaves, but I don't think black people are humans." So there is no contradiction. Obviously, it's stupid. So when you look at what Islam is, is uh, the way it refers to Jews, first of all, they slaughtered us, they massacred us. Uh, less, than the, less than the Christians in Europe. Let's, let's put it out there. But, uh, you know, they're not crazy about us. And Muhammad said that there is no room in the Arabian Peninsula for two monotheistic religions. Therefore, somebody has to go. Is that going to be the Muslims? And he killed, he slaughtered, beheaded uh, about 700 people of, uh, of a tribe that it was in Medina. But anyway, let's move forward a little bit. In their texts, they refer to Jews as the descendant or the, the sons of uh, apes and pigs. And therefore, based on, on this understanding, they are not anti-Jews. They, they are not anti-anything because Jews are not humans. And the only organization that can represent Jews is not APAC. It's not uh, whatever other ADL or whatever. It's a PETA. Because we are dealing here with somebody that is subhumane. So when you have this understanding rooted inside you, and you think, and you believe that the Jews are pigs and apes. You don't understand what's the big deal, what's the fuss? Why is everybody talking about, oh, it's anti-Semitism or it's uh, it's against the support uh, against Israel or anti-Zionism and all? This is all nonsense. The hatred towards the Jews is way, way before the the reestablishment of the state of Israel. This is an old story, about 1,500 years, okay? So let's not buy and fall into this whole deception. Well, she can say that because she was oppressed, because she is black, and she is Muslim, and she is a woman, all those cards, and like I, t like I told you before, that's not important. Look at the actions. Look at what... What they're trying, what's the message that they're trying to deliver here? And they're trying to poison the hearts and the minds of people who can think, or at least used to be able to think. And you see more and more justification to that type of uh, 
I'm not, uh, you know, anti-Semitism is uh, such a horrible thing. We were used to it. But you have to understand how they think. You have to understand. You have to read their books. You have to read their texts. You have to listen to their preachers. Back in the days, in Europe, preachers used to stand up every Sunday and says, and the Jewish people killed the Messiah, and therefore let's go and kill everybody in the neighborhood or whatever. Thank God the Christians in America are not even close to that, to that uh, line of thinking. And here is a, another thing. And I, I'm not a prophet. I'm just stating here what the experience of the Bible is and the Jewish history. Every state that discriminate against Jews, and America is, fall, is going in that path if they will choose to listen to, to people like that uh, member of Congress and, and their, you know, uh, Louis Farrakhan and all those people. It's not going to end up well for America. And I'm not happy to say that, actually very sad to that, because I like the American... Uh, way of thinking. The founding fathers for me were like very, very smart people. I'm very, very impressed how they built that system. And I think they, they understood the human nature. So, if you look at the history, look at Italy. Look at Germany. In the 30s, the 20s of the last century, Jews were on the top. Academia, politics, many, many uh, journalists and all that stuff. And yet Mussolini took the rights of the Jews. Hitler took the right of the Jews. You know, 70 years in, uh, in a historic timeline is nothing. Look at Italy now. Look at Germany now went through two world wars, all the economies falling, the immigration crisis. If you want that future for the United States of America, all you need to do is go against the Jews. Be an anti-Semite. Guaranteed, you will see America falling to its knees. I don't know how, I don't know why and when, but this is how it works. And all, you, all of you are listening, you know that I have a lot of criticism against uh, the state of Israel and the way the Jews are practicing today. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you can help the Jews to be a better Jew, you will succeed. If you are going to go, going to go against them and persecute and discriminate, you're going to lose. This is how it works. So just take it in, you know, think about it. Look at the history. We're going to take another quick break as you're listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykaradio.org.
back to the last segment of today's podcast. Listening to the Jewish View, I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Khan, here on citycareradio.org. So the last segment is usually what I keep, uh, the topic is usually Jewish holiday or the weekly portion. I'll try to do both of them. Um, we are finishing this week the book of Exodus. And if you look at the whole, many of the chapters after, you know, after receiving the Torah in Mount Sinai, is about a tabernacle and uh, how to build uh, and design and how they did that and all that stuff. Very, very uh, expanded, if you want. A lot of details and, no, just say, you know, and uh, Israelite did, as God says, and finish it. Obviously, there is a reason. It's not like they have a, God have an extra ink and says, I'm going to just repeat that just to finish with it. Something to learn from it. And what's, what I think is most important to learn from it is, with all the respect to the creation in Genesis, this is like two, three chapters. No big deal. Now we're talking how to worship, which is the reason why we are here. Jews need to worship Jews, Israelites. I mean, when I say uh, Jews, it's just because all we have left from the Israelite nations is just those two tribes, Judea and Benjamin, and Benjamin, and a few others like my tribe, the, the priests and the Levites. Um, that's what's important. What's important is how you worship. I don't care how God created the world. Can You can say, I don't know, 200 billion years, you can say seven days. Nobody was there to uh, <laughs> to uh, to record, right? So it's not impo- it's not really important. What's important is uh, right now we are here. Now what? Okay. Now, so this is just one, and then I can, I can elaborate on that more and more. But I want to move to the next thing that is coming. It's uh, in month and a half we're gonna we're gonna the Jewish people we're gonna celebrate Passover Pesach. And I know the Christians have their own land and the whole things that uh, they, I can say, that took, took from Judaism or were uh, affected or by, by uh, the Second Temple Juda- Judaism. But before that, we have a holiday that all the anti-Semites, going back to our previous segment, uh, they love that, that uh, holiday because... In their twisted mind, it proves uh, their point that the Jews are, you know, manipulative and controlling the world, and uh, they hate the other nations, which is false. We do not hate anybody. Actually, the only thing we hate is those who hate God. But even if we hate them, we're not going to go and kill them. It's not. In, it's not in our manifesto. If God don't like them, He know what to do, and He have many, many uh, tools in His in his toolbox. Tsunami here, earth, earthquake there, volcano here, you name it, famine, no rain, all that stuff. Drought, right? So I'm talking about the, the holiday of Purim. Uh, basically the book of Esther, which uh, we're going to all, all the Jewish people are going to gather and read in about two weeks from now. And uh, the way that the anti-Semites are using that, 
obviously out of context. But let's go over it for a little bit. And this is, the book of Esther is, is written in a, in a very theatrical way and a lot of uh, satire. If you read, know how to read between the lines, you will see how the prophet who wrote that book is uh, ridicule the bad people and the king. So we don't have a lot of respect to the king outside, you know, when, when we see him. <laughs> when we see him, we have a lot of respect uh, because we like to keep our head connected to our shoulders. And usually the king is some kind of ignorant bully that uh, wants to deliver the message through dead bodies. So if you look at the story of Esther, first of all, God does, is not mentioned, doesn't mention there. There is no one God told Esther, go do so-and-so, or tell, told Mordechai, go do so-and-so. There is no, God doesn't mention there, which is a huge thing to learn. The biggest miracles are those who, who are those ones that you don't see the hand of God uh, getting involved, meaning he's behind the scene. Okay, he is pulling the strings, but you are not even aware of that. The whole story is very natural. There was this stupid king who decided to waste the tax money and make a celebration. And then he asked his wife to come and to, to show everybody how beautiful she is, right? Vashti. Uh, and she refused because she was a feminist, so he let her go. And she lost. She lost the position of being a queen. Some say she was executed, some say she was just you know, thrown out of the palace. It's not important, bottom line, she lost. And then the, the king's uh, advisor says, well, you need a queen, because what's a king without a queen? Right? So let's have a beauty context, contest. And the Jewish girl that nobody knew she was a Jew, she won. Everything is natural. And then we have the story of uh, Haman, Haman, right? Uh, who wants to kill the Jews because he had all the anti... If you read the... the in every book of the Bible comes with uh, interpretation. So if you read it, all the anti-Semites claims that through the years, Haman used that to convince the king that he doesn't need the Jews. So they are just yeah, all about the Benjamins. They care about the money. They are not. Uh, they have dual. Uh, how do you call it? Dual. Uh, that's what that co members of Congress said. Um, they really support Israel more than support uh, uh, the United States. They are not faithful. I mean, they are not contributed. They they have this crazy idea to idea to rest one day in the week and don't go to work. So they are screwing the GDP. They are screwing the economy of the great kingdom. So we don't need them. Bottom line, if you remember the story, it was all flipped, and uh, all those who want to kill the Jews legally, because we are all law-abiding citizens, right? Where is the morals? Where is the value? values? If something is right, even if the law says it's wrong, and vice versa, you don't follow that law. 
Now, suddenly everybody is uh, law-abiding citizens, and if there is a permission to go and kill a Jew, then we should follow the law. But what happened when the law changed, when Haman was uh, following his greed, again, greed, uh, power-grabbing, want to control people, including the king, and that's where he, you know, starts collapsing, and he ends up on a, on a very high pole, <laughs> hanging. Uh, and now the law is what? The law is, well, Jews now can uh, fight back. And this is outrageous. The anti-Semites in the world cannot grasp the fact that Jews are, they have the permission to fight back. This is not good. This is against anything they believed. Going back to our previous segment, the, you see, when, with the establishment of the State of Israel, there are two religions that got into a crisis. The Catholic, the Vatican. Because if God, uh, you know, kicked off the Jews and they are punished forever for their sin, for not accepting Jesus, or in the whole, the whole spiel, the whole uh, argument of Christianity, now, how are you going to explain that? Right? And the Muslims. Because if God changed his mind, or uh, so he shouldn't help the Jewish people to reestablish their kingdom in Israel. Now, again, I'm not happy with the way the Jewish people are doing that, but that's not the point. The point is, this is now a theological challenge. So, every religion took a different uh, approach. The, the Catholic Church, uh, John Paul II, I think, was the Pope. He says, no, we understand that uh, you are the, the older son and the Christians are the younger son and we can all, you know, work together, basically. Uh, and the Muslim goes, no, this is the devil. See, in Arabic, there is a sentence saying, Allah. everything is from God. Everything is from God, except... Except when we don't like it. Except when we are losing territory that we took over from them, from the Byzantine and who took it from the Jews. Now suddenly it's not from God. It's from the devil, the Satan. The, the Satan. I'll let you think about it. I'll let you, you know, uh, go look at the research. But, going back to the book of Esther, those who supported Mordechai in the end were on the right side of history. And those who uh, went with Haman, Haman, didn't, have, didn't end up well for them. Let's put it this way. Again, I'm a pro-choice. Do your choices. Which side do you want to be? And with that, we're going to end up our uh, podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanania Cohen, here on citykradio.org.
produced by CTK Media Services.